You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. You see, man was not created to live without the face of God. You were never created to live the way you are living. You are created for a higher level of relationship with God. The Father created you. He took time. The Bible says you were fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to take it literal according to our language, when he says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, it means that you know, when he was making you, he took so much care to ensure that everything is accurate. Put everything in place. Hallelujah. He didn't make you carelessly. Do you understand? He didn't make you carelessly. No, no. You're not like the animals. I know biology tells you that you are part of the animal <laughs> kingdom. No. Amen. The Bible does not tell that. That's biology. The Bible tells you that you were made a little lower than him. The Bible tells you that you were made in his image after his likeness. There is no animal in his image. There is no animal that was made after his likeness. Are you getting me? So in other words, if you look at yourself, there are features you have that God has. So you look like him. Amen? Amen. You look like him. You look like him. So you were created to walk with him. To interact with him. To, 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 to relate with him. Amen. As a man relates with a friend. Amen. You are not created to, to relate with him by SMS. <coughs> nope. No, 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 no. As good as social media is. It's also harmful anyway. Depending on how. I want you to know that your relationship with God must not be like social media. Amen. He's not be a Facebook friend. Yeah. Hmm? I don't even know how many friends I have in Facebook. Over a thousand, I think. Over a thousand friends. I don't even know what some of them look like. <laughs> I have so many friend requests, and I, I decided if I don't see your picture, I will not accept your request. <laughs> so some people think they just send their name, and then I will accept. Sorry, I don't know you. And I have to know who you are connected with who is already my friend.
Too much admin, says Doug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if, if you are connected to someone that I know and I can trust, yeah. I can consider you. I can consider you. But for me, the picture speaks it. Speaks volumes. So I look at your picture. I look at what kind of pictures do you have? What kind of friends do you have? <laughs> Due diligence is important. Because in the past, people have posted all sorts of nonsense on my wall. So I have to be careful. Because they'll say, oh, pastor, so you are also into this. Come on, how many people know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So your relationship with God should not be like social media. Should not be like social media. The unfortunate thing is that many Christians are satisfied with the social media level of relationship with God. They're satisfied. Just, you know, just send me a, a, what? Just poke me. Huh? Just poke me. Poke me, I poke you. Poke me, I poke you. Huh? I got Tired of poking. Stop poking me. Huh? So it's like, when am I going to see your face? Because do you realize that there are some people that have been relating with people on social media for a long time, and one day they now realize. That they're dealing with a different person. Is that not so? Many people have been trapped. Many have been killed through social media. Oh, this person sounds nice and all of that. I, I, I know a case in Nigeria, this lady that ended up marrying somebody. Ended up marrying somebody who who cleared her, her entire um, savings through social media. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Oh, he has studied you. He has searched. He has done his due diligence, and he knows what you are worth. Tells you what you want to hear. Okay? Tells you what you want to hear. You fall for it. Just to discover that it's a monster. So the people that fall for that are dumb. So I don't blame the guy. I blame the woman. Come on. Uh, who do you blame? It's like saying the devil got you and you are blaming the devil. Uh, uh, you, don't, you don't blame him. 
Satan comes to Eve and says, oh, Eve, you need to eat this. It's good for you. It'll make you smart. It will elevate you to the God class. And Eve looks, wow. I wonder what it is like to be in the God class. Meanwhile, look at what the Bible says. She was already in the God class. And she eats it. Whose fault? It's not the devil. The devil is just doing his ministry. Still, kill and destroy. If you allow yourself to be deceived, you are a dummy. Hello? Yeah. So wake up. And one of the reasons why you need to walk closely with God is because the world is not getting better. The world is getting more evil. Do you understand? More evil. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 13 tells us about this generation. Look at what it says. Come on. It's on the screen. Let's read it. One, two, three. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Evil men are getting more evil. Wicked men are getting more wicked. And that's why godly people need to be, get, be more godly. Hallelujah. Friends of God need to be closer to God. Children of God need to know God more. Your relationship with God must be stronger. Do you understand me? You must go deeper. Deeper and deeper. Enough of shallow end relationship with God. Go to the deep end. Know his heart. Know his face. Know his countenance. Know his voice. Know what pleases him. Yeah. And know what displeases him. Do you know that there are things, there are things I know about my wife. She doesn't need to tell me anything. If she's not there, there are things that I know. That to make her happy, I need to do this. Whether she's there or not. If I do this, I'm sorted. Amen? Amen? Yeah, and that's by reason of relating for some years. I get to know her preferences. So she doesn't need to be telling me every morning, uh, you know, I like this, I like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. No, why? Why? Many people are relating with God. Pastor, is it okay to do this? You are still at that level? Are you still at that level? Is it wrong to do... Is that where you are? We've moved. We've moved. You are behind. You are behind. So when evil men are getting more evil, godly men are not getting more godly. Is that not a problem? Yeah. 
godly men should get more godly. We should get more powerful. We should get more anointed. Hallelujah. We should get more intense. Get more intense. Oh, no. no, no, no. Don't be superficial. All this Christianity light must stop. Let's stop it. It's not helping us. Just have enough Christianity to stay out of hell. Hmm? But you don't know what you're missing when you don't go deep with God. When you don't go deep with God, there's so much more. Do you know as we're singing, as we're singing, I, I, I remember the song, but as we're singing, the, the, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, do you know that there are songs I want to release that songwriters today are not yet familiar with? He said, there are aspects of God that they have not been able to capture yet. Because they have not pressed in deep enough to get to that place where they can know that aspect of God and articulate and put in song for people to sing. I said, oh my Lord. There's so much work that we have. We have a lot to do for this generation. We need to reveal God. Okay? We need to reveal certain aspects of God. Amen. We need to go deep into his heart Amen. And, 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 and see something. Amen. Take it Amen. and put it in song. Amen. And as people sing, God will begin to reveal that to them. Amen. So right now, what we're enjoying is a product of what was revealed to somebody. Yeah. Am I correct? But there is more to be revealed. And we need to get there so that we can reveal it. I say, Lord, if you can allow me, I would like to write some songs to articulate some of the things I'm seeing. I'm still negotiating that with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I, I just want you to know that this thing we're, do, we're talking about is real. And it has the, 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 the capacity to impact the whole world. Okay? It has that. But it's just that we don't understand. So, God created us in his image after his likeness. All right? And he wants us to relate with him the way he used to relate with Adam before Adam sinned. And the way he used to relate with Adam before he sinned is that he would come in the cool of the day to talk to Adam. Am I correct? Yeah, he would come in the cool of the day to relate with Adam, to, 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 to talk to Adam. We see in Genesis chapter 3, we have been visiting that scripture in Genesis chapter 3. When they sinned and God came down, came down 
Okay, let's look at uh, verse 7 says, this was after they had eaten the fruit. When they ate the fruit, right? When they ate the fruit, it says, then the eyes of both of them were what? Opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Now, it says their eyes were what? opened. Right? Their eyes were opened. That means their eyes were what before? Their eyes were opened after they ate the fruit. Before they ate the fruit, were they blind? They went fully open. Huh? To some aspects. Okay, let's read the next verse. All right? Look at the next verse. Come on. Let's read it together. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Now, it says in the previous verse, their eyes were open. But in the next verse, we see that their eyes were closed. Because they could not see God anymore. Can you see that? They cannot see God anymore. They used to see God before. They used to see God before. Now they eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Their eyes are open. They are open to evil, but close to God. They're open to evil, but close to God. So, when God comes, they don't see him like they used to. They only hear him. When God hides his face, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous when God hides his face. May God never hide his face from you. So, there are things they are teaching today, all right? They are teaching young people today. They are teaching the world today to open their eyes. But guess what? They are blinding them to God. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, when you eat... From the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you become blind to God. And your eyes open to evil. The Bible says, be excellent at what is good. Be innocent of evil. So that was the day they lost their innocence. 
they could no longer relate with God face to face. And that was the time that God says, enough is enough. It's time to hide my face because my face can kill them in this state. So it's actually an act of God's mercy that he hides his face. Yeah. As he hides, he hides his face. But I want you to know, people of God, that Jesus has come. He has paid the price. We can get back to where Adam was before he sinned. We can get back to where Adam was. We can relate with God the way Adam used to relate with God. Because of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Is that not good news? Yeah. So don't be stuck with your experience. Go beyond your experience. Go into the Bible. All right? If we have been reconciled to God, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, if we have been reconciled to God, then why can't you relate with God the way Adam related with God before he sinned? We can do that. We're not pushing for it, that's why. But I believe that if we will push for it, we will experience it. Do you want that? Don't you want that? Yeah. Oh, are you satisfied? Religion is keeping you happy, right? Come on. Yeah, making you feel good. No, not at all. It's not. So, and that is why death reigned from the time of Adam. Why? When God hides his face, death sets in. Death sets in when he hides his face. A lot of calamities begin to take place. God hides his face. Because in his face there is life. We read in the, uh, 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 in the book of Genesis when Jacob saw the Lord. He says, I have seen God face to face and my life is what? Preserved. How come his life is preserved? Esau was planning to kill him. Remember, Esau had, he had been carrying this grudge for many years. And he had decided, when I meet Jacob, I will take off his head. Hmm? He, stole, he, stole, he stole the birthright. Now, it was a transaction. That to be, let's be honest. Okay? Esau was dumb. Yeah. He was dumb. He sold his birthright for a bowl of food. Can you imagine that? Food that you eat now, tomorrow you still need to eat. Yeah, no foresight. Foolishness. And the Bible calls him profane for selling his birthright. When you sell what, when you take what is sacred and you treat it with levity, you become like Esau. So, Esau is charging Jacob, I'm going to take your head off. But fortunately for Jacob, he met with God face to face. 
and his life is preserved. He meets Esau, and Esau is like, he's like a friend now. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Yeah. So that's why you must never make God to hide his face from you. All right? Yeah. You need, you need to experience him in such a way that things will, 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 I mean, you will continue to enjoy life that is flowing from him, from his face. Do you know that the quality of your life can be changed just from interacting with him? Yes. Yeah. See, all, all the patriarchs, all the patriarchs in the scriptures, all of them saw him. Abraham saw him, and he became great. <laughs> Jacob saw him, and became great. Isaac saw him, and became great. Hallelujah. Moses saw him, and he destroyed the superpower of the day. Yeah. So if God hides his face, you cannot face Satan. You don't have what it takes. David saw him and he took out Goliath. <laughs> Hallelujah. Solomon saw him and became the wisest man on earth and the wealthiest man that has ever lived up till date. With uh, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, all of them put together are still not close to Solomon. Up till now. Why? He saw him in the night. He came to him. The Bible says the Lord appeared to Solomon and asked him, what do you want? Give him a blank check. Yo, if God asks you, what do you want? I wonder what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He appeared to him. And look at the result. So when we, when we, when we seek his face, we have no idea the kind of impact we can have. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to provoke you to go beyond where you are right now. Yes. To pursue him. Pursue him to the point where you become like friends. And you look at him and you say, God, whatever he says, even if he doesn't say anything, it's enough for you. <laughs> are you getting me? It's enough to change you, to transform you, to make you a global figure. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. I believe that every one of us is called to reveal an aspect of God that this world has never seen. Amen. Because God is so great, 
that there is, there is no way you can articulate him. Right? You cannot articulate him. You cannot just say, ah, this is God. You define him. Come on, stop trying to define God. God is beyond definition. It's beyond definition. I mean, look at it. The Bible says, the heaven is his throne. The earth is his footstool. He sits in heaven and he, he rests his foot on the earth. Right? That's how big he is. That's how massive he is. But then he's inside you. So he has the ability to compress himself so that he can sit inside you comfortably. But he occupies everything. How do you explain that? In him we live and move and have our being. All of us are inside him. And you know, when I think about some of these scriptures, my heart, my mind just spins. It's like, Lord, how? But we're so limited in our understanding. So we can only understand a little here, a little there. But the point I'm trying to make is that he is so big. And imagine you are created in his image, right? Spiritually, your spirit looks like him. But I want to believe that even physically, your features look like him. That's why you see the Bible talks about the hand of God. The eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. The mouth he speaks. Ezekiel saw him, saw the waist down. He has a waist. Are you getting me? And I know people who have seen him. I know a man who said he took him on the palm of his hand. He held him like that. And he was standing on the palm of the father. And he was talking to him like that. So he has a palm like you and I. He's, that, the Bible says you are engraved on the palm of his hand. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? You are, in, you are like him. And he made you like him so that you can relate with him. So that you could interact with him. Like a man interacts with his friend. You are not supposed to be scared of him per se. Yeah, you should be scared of displeasing him. You better, you better fear him who is able to kill the body and put the soul into hell. All right? You need to fear him more than any other. It's better to please God and displease people than to please people and displease God. Most of Christianity today is, is geared towards pleasing people. And that's why there are certain messages many pastors cannot preach. Why? It will offend people. They will lose, they will lose income. Oh, you don't know? Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on Sunday. Yeah, if we're among pastors, we, they would say, this, you don't say this on Sundays. There are certain things. Yeah. There are certain things in pastors' conferences they say, you don't talk like this. The seeker sensitive. Who is the seeker? The son of man came to seek and to save that which is lost. He is the real seeker. We need to be more sensitive to him than to people who are not even seeking God. Who are just seeking an experience. They also want good entertainment. This church is not about that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
I'm trying to progress. Hey, my Lord and my God, I pray that your eyes should not be open to what is not supposed to be open to, so that you can see what you are supposed to see. Amen. I don't know about you. I want to see God. Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall what? See God. Not when they die. Here, they will see God. People will see God. People will see God. But we need, to, we need to desire Him. We need to hunger after Him. So that we don't lose sight of our God. Are you with me? Are you following me? I believe. Bible says, deep call it unto deep. What we're doing is, we are, I'm trying to stir up a deep desire in you. A desire for a deeper walk. All right? A deeper relationship with God. Don't be superficial. Please, go beyond that. It's good to feel his presence. I felt his presence today. During the worship, it was so strong. So strong. God bless you for the way you flowed when you took over. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was the spirit. So what you did was you yielded to the spirit. You yielded to the spirit. And you, because of that, you were, able to, you were able to unlock something. There was a dimension that was opened up. So God bless you for that. Hallelujah. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Say, Lord, do not hide your face from me. Please, Lord, do not hide your face from me. Amen. Amen. There's a scripture in, um, I'm trying to remember where it is now, in the book of Psalm. Okay, Psalm 102. Verse 1, it says, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Can you see that? And then verse 2, let's read it together. Verse 2, what does it say? Hallelujah. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my trouble. Amen. The Lord will not hide his face from me. In the day of your trouble, what you need is his face. You need his face in the day of trouble. You don't want his face to be hidden from you in the day of trouble. Look at what it says in Psalm 143, verse 7. He says something there. And I think that it's good to understand what happens when you don't, when he hides his face. He says, answer me speedily, O Lord. Let's read it together. 
Answer me speedily, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. Can you see that? So when he hides his face, you go down. Your life goes down. When he hides his face. That's what happened to Adam. When he ate that fruit and God hid his face, death came in. Death came in. When God hides his face, so much evil begins to happen. And that's why the benediction we, we speak is important. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So if he doesn't do all those things, there is no peace. There is no life. There is destruction. A lot of destruction takes place when he hides his face. Hallelujah. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 31. Deuteronomy 31. And let's read from verse 14. Deuteronomy 31 from verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, the days approach when you must die. <laughs> Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tabernacle of meeting that I may inaugurate him. You know, it's interesting the kind of relationship Moses had with God. He related with God, and when it was time to die, God had to tell Moses, it's time to die. The Bible says that Moses died according to the word of the Lord. Yeah. Sure. Hallelujah. He died according to the word of the Lord. So Moses didn't just, just have an accident, or he just, he just slept and didn't wake up. No, 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 no. He died according to the word of the Lord. He died according to the word of the Lord. What does that mean? That means when the time came, God took him up and said, die. <laughs> die now. The reason why God had to do that is because Moses had engaged the face of God so much. That death, he was so full of life. Do you understand? That's why at 120, his eyes were as sharp. 2020 vision at 120. His bones, he could still climb a mountain at 120. Yeah, that's what happened. 120 years. Some of you to climb steps is a problem. Yeah. Yes. At 120, Moses was climbing mountain. Yeah. And it's, this is a product of the interaction he's been having with God. Constantly seeking the face of God. So life is coming in from the face of God into his body. From the face of God into his body. From the face of God into his body. So all his cells were full of life. Hallelujah. His organs were, were like that of a baby. Impartation. Taking place constantly. Every time he goes before him. Every time he interacts with God. Life comes in. So that's why when it was time. God said. I remember I said. Uh, your days will be 120. 
Moses, time is up. Time is up. Get Joshua. I need to inaugurate him and commission him to take over from you. Hallelujah. So he says, you must die. Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tabernacle of meeting that I may inaugurate him. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves in the tabernacle of meeting. Okay? Come on. Now the Lord appeared at the tabernacle in a pillar of cloud and a pillar... In the pillar of cloud stood above the door of the tabernacle. All right? And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, you will rest with your fathers. You are going to join Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All right? You are going to join them. And he says... And these people will rise and play the harlot with the gods of the foreigners of the land, where they go to be among them. And they will forsake me. He's telling Moses the fate of the people. These people you are looking at like this. This is who they will become after you are gone. Hello? Yeah. He says, and they will break my covenant which I made with them. Okay? They'll break the covenant, yes. Then, next verse. It says, Then my anger shall be aroused against them in that day. And I will what? Forsake them. And I will hide my face from them. And they shall... Can you see? When he hides his face, people get devout. When he hides his face, people get devout. So he's telling Moses, look, Moses, this relationship we're having, these people are not even seeking it. They're just satisfied with manna. They're just satisfied with the miracles. That's all that excites them. They are not seeking my face. When you are gone, they are not going to be motivated to seek my face. And because of that, this is what is going to happen. When you stop seeking the face of God, you will go into halotry. Okay? You will go into halotry. You will go into abominable things. And then destruction will come because my face is going to be hidden. So, let me tell you. Okay, let's read on. Let's read on. Okay? I'll find, and they will be devoured. And he says, look at the next Next line, he says, and many evils, come on, and troubles shall what? Befall them, so that they may say in that day, have not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us? Yo, yo, yo. Next verse. Let's read the next verse. And I will surely what? Hide my face in that day. Because of all the evil which they have done, in that they have turned to other gods. That's why you must not worship other gods. You must not. Don't go and do ancestral worship. You will cause God to hide his face from you. You will be blind to the face of God when you do those things. Don't tell me we are Africans. We are Africans who should reveal the face of God. To this land. Hallelujah. We are Africans. Do you know that God revealed, his, revealed himself 
God he revealed himself to Africa centuries ago. Centuries ago. But people kept going back. People kept going back. Keep going back to their idols. Going back to those things. And then the face of God is hidden. And people now say, Africa is cursed. Africa is cursed. Oh yeah, that's the son of Noah. That was cursed. It's a lie. That's not an accurate interpretation. Africa is not cursed. The curse was brought upon by Africans. It's not by God. It's idolatry that brought the curse. And that's why if we're going to turn the face of this continent, we need to bring back the face of God. We need to bring back the face of God. I'm telling you. Yeah. So we need to press in. Somebody say press in. We need to press into the point where we, we, we now begin to reveal God. Do you know the number of educated people we have in Africa? Why can't we get it right? With all the education. I mean, look at Nigeria. There are some places in Nigeria, you throw a stone, it will fall on a PhD. No, I'm serious. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm serious. Yeah. So much education. There are some villages in Nigeria full of professors. Full of professors. And yet, we are going in circles. When God hides his face, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Say, Lord, do not hide your face from me. Do not hide your face from Africa. Reveal your face. Show forth your glory. Let your countenance shine upon us. Let your countenance shine upon this city. Upon this nation. Let your countenance shine upon us as a people. Hallelujah. I want to see him. I want to see his glory. <coughs> David saw him in the sanctuary in Psalm 63. He says, in verse, I think it's verse 2. He says, how does he put it again? Psalm, Psalm 60, 60, 62. Yes. He says, so I looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power. And your glory. Are you looking for him? Are you looking for him? What are you looking for? Huh? Are you looking for him? Or are you looking for a wife? Mm. <laughs> you don't have to look far. She's right there. If you look at him, you will see her. Amen. She's in his face. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. Look for him. Look for him. Look for him. And you guess, guess what? He has already revealed himself in Christ. Jesus has made a way. He has made a way. He has made it easy for us. Do you know that Job didn't have the opportunity we have? Even Moses, there are aspects of God that he could not see, but we can see because of Jesus. Jesus has brought us to the Father. Hallelujah. I think I've said enough. Let's stand up on our feet. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.